Wen and I want to express our gratitude for every one of our listeners. Thank you for being a part of this podcast and sharing this space with us each week. We are now offering an opportunity to work with Wen or myself individually in a deeper look towards what's true about life and who you really are. If you'd like to know more, email me or Wen for more details. In a three-day dive under the noise, anything is possible. Let's find out. Now on to the podcast. Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to this week's Under the Noise with me, Wynne Morgan, and my wonderful co-host, Kate Roberts. Hello, Kate. Hey, Wynne. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am good, too. Thanks very much. Although if my voice sounds um, a little more raspy than usual, I was up very late last night. Mm-hmm. The time of recording last night was the Super Bowl. And uh, I went to bed at, a, I don't know, 5 a.m. my time. So, yeah, 12 hours ago. And, yeah, it's been a full day since. In case you're wondering. <laughs> I'm sure it's worth it. Yeah. So you had a thought. And before we started recording, you had an idea about what we might talk about today. I did. In this week's episode. So I did. Um, I'm not sure if I have anything, I'm not sure if I have anything specific, but something that popped up for me that I thought might be fun for you and I to chat about is lightness. So it feels like lightness around life, around the things that show up in our lives, around what's showing up in our experience, even in our own heads. And I just had this thought that for whatever reason, lightness feels truer to me, like truer to who we really are than heavy and serious and complicated and complex. Like even even things that we grow up believing 100%, the things that we kind of pick up from, you know, our life experience with other people and their beliefs about things like, so even things about death, Mm. pain, things that we just assume are very serious topics, right? I think there's a lightness that feels even truer talking about those subjects. And while I say that, I know that there's nothing serious going on with people who take things seriously <laughs> or when we make things heavy, right? Or complicated, like not even that serious because that's pointing us, right? Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. And when it doesn't feel good, it's pointing us back 
to truth anyway, right? To what's true. So there's nothing any, you know, it's not serious on that either, but that's just what occurred to me to, to get into today. What do you think? Well, when you said that as a potential topic for today, and I just shared, oh, yeah, here's four things in the last week in that area that I've been seeing with people around lightness, simplicity compared to complex and heavy. So many conversations in the last week have been around that. And I remember challenging at least two people, one face-to-face and one on a group call, that they just seem to be complicating something. And I just said, hey, pretend I'm five. Simplify. And that was for my benefit, right? Because I wasn't following what on earth they were talking about. And then as soon as they thought, okay, let me explain it to someone like five. They got it. They got what they were trying to say. So to me, that's another way of of um, illustrating that I think it's true too, that things are, we are the ones that make something complex, innocently. It's really easy for us to to do that. And really easy for us to remember the feeling of lightness and simplicity. A conversation I had with somebody early last week. And then there, they've just turned 50 and are in the job market now for the first time in a couple of years. And before that, they hadn't been in the job market for, say, 20, 25 years. And they were finding it really annoying. And they were getting stressed by him. And in unpacking it with this person who lives here in the UK, it was evident because of what they said to me that they never need to work again. They and the partner have totally set up for life. The only reason they want to work, this person wants to work, is for the intellectual um, stimulation and the challenge of it. And it was just like, well, if that's true, how come this is so annoying and difficult? How come there's so much on it? And I said out loud, to me, this is like, how come this isn't fun? And I didn't know what I'd say. I mean, that was a surprise when those words came in my mind. How come this isn't fun? And then we, we talked about that for about 10 minutes. And then it was evident that she was just seeing it wrong. And I mean wrong. I don't mean there's another way of seeing it, a better story. It was just that it was, she'd made up a whole load of nonsense about it. I think I did not use the word nonsense, nor did she. It was just a very different word that we use, not nonsense. It begins with bull, and you can guess the second word after bull. Um, and left then with them noticing that this it could be so light unless they bought into the story that it wasn't. And to me, that's different from, let me change the story from heavy to light. No, it would be light until we made it otherwise. Intrinsically, there is nothing in this that has um, a mass to it, a weight to it. We're the ones that had that. And then the following day, I was talking to somebody else and they were launching a program 
So he was launching a program across Europe for um, a specific industry type for anyone who works in that industry. And it sounds really cool. And he had so many complicated questions in his mind about how to do it right. The pricing, what to call it, even though it sounds like what to call it's been kind of like done. But there was all of this stuff and I just went, geez, this is just like it's treading through treacle. How come this is so heavy? And we talked about it and I shared the story of the person with a job search a few days earlier. Geez, this could be fun. I could make it fun, what I'm doing. And I went, I said something different. I said, well, I wonder if you just let it be fun as opposed to you having to do anything to make it fun. And look on this person's face, right? It was just like, that's really at home, he said. And it's just like, yeah, I just let it be fun. I am the one making it not. So levity, without that being, I don't know what the word would be, frivolous or um, condescending or, or blasé. I don't mean that at all. But we could take things with an awful lot. I could anyway, more levity. So here's an example, right? This is where I did the opposite, right? In the last few days. Which day was it? Friday. I changed cars a few weeks ago. And for the first time on Friday, I um, went to this certain car park near a train station. So I get the train into London. And uh, I needed to have a different car registration. The plate I've changed, obviously, because it's a different car to go on their automatic system, you think, because, you, you know, you book the, the car parking via an app in order for me to not get a ticket and a fine for illegal parking and stuff like that in the, in the railway car park. And as I'm getting on the train, I, I look at my app again and I realize they've used my old car uh, registration number, the car plate for my old car was in the system, even though I had changed it to the new one as the default. Okay. So I, I that, that oh, right, I did that. And then I tried all the ways possible of getting hold of this company, telephone, SMS, and their online chat, and then ultimately email to say, hey, um, because of your app sucks. That's what I said, right? But a more British version of that, right? Mm -hmm. um, Wait, what is the more British version of your app sucks? Uh, inept, I think was the word. <laughs> One of my favorites this year so far, inept. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. It's a far more polite way of saying you suck, right? Your stuff sucks. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I don't get a reply back oh no i do get a reply back we, we'd normally get back to you within 28 working days and i'm going what 28 days are you kidding me 28 days so inept i'm parking for five hours <laughs> your inept app means i've got to wait 28 days for your inept people to get back to me right i was so in it 
so in it as I was on the train then, right? And then, okay, nothing I can do about it now. And then after my meeting, I checked online again and I had an email back saying, we can't change the car registration on a booking. If you get fined, just do an appeal. And I went, that's not inept. That's far worse, right? That's gross incompetence in my world, right? I was just like, oh, my Lord, in my head. And I thought, well, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to get a, a letter from them with the fine. I'm probably going to have either um, a wheel clamp on my car when I get back to the car park at the train station and or a ticket on the windshield, right? I've only had the car two weeks. This really sucks. And it's going to take me so long to figure it out, right? I'm having this conversation while I'm walking down the stairs, the steps, from the train platform back towards the car park, right? I am so in heaviness and seriousness and anger and disgust. It's not even worth my time doing all of this stuff for whatever the fine is. It's just like pay the fine, right? I'm in this. Oh, geez. No one had checked my car. Maybe they only check them every 28 days. <laughs> yeah. No one had been in the car to check that and in the car park to check who had paid and who hadn't. I don't know how much of my time I was in that story of um, complications and distress. Oh, it wasn't light to tell you that. It was so funny. So that's my confession today. It's been one day since I confessed last time. <laughs> Okay, Kate, I'm going to shut up now and <laughs> stop digging a hole because I could probably divulge an awful lot more other ways I make what is simple and light, heavy and complex. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's coming up for you. You know, what's interesting, what comes up for me is that like I can go into the things that make things not light, right? But there's so much information in the feeling of things that we so often, like, let's take your example, right? Of the car. Like what essentially you're looking for is a feeling of lightness around it, right? You want it to be easy. You don't want it to be inept. You don't want it to be complicated. You don't want any of that. Like what we're really looking for is this, this moment to moment lightness of our experience. Yeah. And, you know, it's easy to do because we don't realize we're the ones doing it. Right. But there's something about, it's really kind of fresh for me right now is, how does it feel? Mm. You know, I read this, I started rereading this book that I read back in the 90s, right? It was called um, Conversations with God. Mm -hmm. Have you ever read that? A long time ago. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. yeah, in the 90s, I read it. And it may have been kind of like one of my first, you know, books in the kind of, I say self-help, but I say that lightly, self-development maybe. I have it here in the office. Do you? I do. I'm not going to move it because it'll tip up all the books above it. But it's interesting because 
it talked about, let's say life, if you don't like the word God, right? Let's say life communicates with us. Intelligence communicates with us in all these various ways. But what was said in this book was that feeling is the most direct communication with this intelligence, with God, with life, with who you really are, is feeling. And I remember also recently reading, uh, rereading The Dying to Be Me by Anita Marjani. Mm -hmm. And she said in the other realm, in her near-death experience, they communicated with feeling. So she's hearing these conversations happening, but it's all through feeling and, and it's very specific in that realm, right? So feeling of lightness to life. That if we're paying attention or noticing the feeling of things and letting that guide, I feel like lightness brings us back to truth, to reality, to really happening in the moment not what's happening up here about the moment but actual life in the moment there's an acceptance and a an ease that feels more like how things really are and i will go so far as to say and i know this is pushing it a little bit but i will go so far as to say that maybe life is more fluid Everything that we think is so soft, so heavy, so heavy is actually more fluid than I, than we can see maybe most of the time. I was talking to my sister and she has a four-year-old and each day she comes back from mm, preschool and I'm sure she does it with them at home, but basically she's now, she's trying all these hats on of herself, right? Almost like make-believe, like playtime, right? Where today she likes hills, but the next day she doesn't like hills. And today she really wants to go through the, uh, the really fun car wash with all the lights. And then the next day she doesn't like, it's like, she's playing out all these like, oh, today I'm, um, I'm this and today I'm that. And like, she's trying them all on and there's such a lightness to it that she can just drop whenever, <laughs> you know, it's very, very real in the moment. And it's so serious. And sometimes she has a meltdown because this is really happening. Right. And then the next day she has no recollection of that. It's so fun. But I think oftentimes we forget how fun it could be, even if we're melting down. Like that's kind of part of the, you know, trying everything on, right? And that's okay too. That's good too. Cause, oh, I get to just full on, just melt down completely <laughs> and then forget about it. Yeah. There's a lightness to it. There was a part in the early part of what you shared that I went, yeah, that's that's hitting it for me, really. For me, when I do it, when I go into the you know the example that I said, and believe me, there's loads more. Even though it's only been three days since Friday, I could tell you another ten if I thought upon it. Mm. Other times where I'd made something really simple and light seem uh, complex and heavy. 
it's as if, you know, you talked about the feeling that we want, the feeling of lightness. That the feeling of lightness comes from digging into the heavy and the complex. And at the end of that comes the lightness. Yeah. <clears throat> no. Not the way it works. Not the way it works. I, I I've yet to remember any experience that I've had in my life where me digging into the the noise of that and into the heavy has actually been a good idea has come up with something innovative has come up with a smart idea a new one never have never found lightness in in the heaviness in the heaviness mm -hmm. well go figure i mean <laughs> we just look at that sentence well of course that's a crazy idea right well oh my lord we do it well i don't know i'm not gonna say we I know this person on this side of the recording does. This guy, and I know a lot of people, have the same thing. But I think you're right, too. I mean, if I was to resist my humanness of, and my resist my innocence of being an idiot, right? An innocent idiot, then um, that would be worse. I would kind of like, I'd be doubling down on myself. I then, as soon as I see the story of, look what I've made up, I then go, yeah, well, that just proves this. And then I've been another heavy story, as opposed to noticing and then just go, oh, geez, look. There I go again, being human. I'm going to mess with you even further. You know, really? Is that okay? Well, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I know you're like, like terrified. Super Bowl, haven't really slept. <laughs> Yeah, excited or terrified. I don't know which one to lean into right now. So let's see how far you can mess with me from a 3,000-mile distance from Florida to Berkshire. <laughs> okay, so what if you can't possibly know lightness until you're experiencing the happiness? That's very likely, you know. Yeah. It's a great, really good learning curve to then be on. Although I think I learned heaviness. I think I learned it. How do you mean you learned it? Well, your four-year-old niece, right? Okay. Takes, I like hills today and I don't like hills tomorrow. Right. Lightly. Right? Right. No big issue, right? Right. I'm in it and I'm out of it. Bang, 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 bang. Right? Now, I'm pretty sure we were all like that. I know I was. Right. Okay, But at some point then, I started to take what I thought seriously, thought there was something in it, something to investigate, something to figure out, certainly something to analyze. Oh, my Lord, yeah. As opposed to, hey, this is just a moment-to-moment -moment fluidity that you mentioned earlier on. And that's my opinion. I don't know if it's true. It seems to be. And when I'm messing around with my brother's grandchildren who are, of a similar age, one's same age as your niece and one's a few years older. Their freedom of let's play this, let's play that, let, you know, feel this, feel that. And, you know, the guy who's four, I mean, I remember him coming out of his mother's car, my niece's car, in absolute tears because he'd been, he'd been overtired and he'd slept in the car after a hard day's work in preschool. And, <laughs> 
he's exhausted. He's crying because he's woken up at his great grandmother's house, my mother's house. He's crying with upset. He sees my face and he starts laughing. Oh, I forgot when was he. Right. And he starts saying, hey, and he's, you know, messing about with the games that we normally play already. And there's still tears coming down his face while he's laughing. Oh, he's both. Totally. <laughs> so quick he'd gone from feeling upset to feeling absolutely in, you know, overjoyed of happiness and fun and laughter that his tears hadn't even stopped. It's brilliant. I'm into the watch and, and his sister's the same. Your sister's the same. And I just love noticing that in kids. But I, I think going back to what you said, which is really cool, what if we could only really experience lightness or even know? Because if we don't know that, well, there's another thing, then if lightness is all that is, then there's nothing to contrast it to, right? Right. Then, yeah, cool to know. And then... This 52-year-old idiot will get himself in all kinds of a tiz for the ineptitude. <laughs> well, your experience is literally exactly what I'm referring to. Yeah, it's cool, isn't it? To notice, geez, yeah. I'm on the wrong track. Thankfully, I did get the right train on the wrong <laughs> Because then it would really be serious. Then. That would be like, I, it was so in my head, I took the train out of London, not towards it. I went west. I went towards Wales, not towards London. <laughs> <laughs> not only did I not get the right car registration plate in the app, but I took the train in the wrong direction. Yeah, thankfully, no. Yeah, I mean, nothing good taking that joke as far as it's gone and way beyond it. Um, so how would you summarize this, what mm. we chatted about today? Well, if I were going to title it right this second, yeah, I would call it Truth and the Feeling of Lightness. I love it. And for you listening, this is why Kate has the job of giving it a title. <laughs> Because my title was, stop taking it so seriously, you idiot. <laughs> They're both good, man. They're both no, good. no, no. I vote for yours. <laughs> I got more sleep than you. A little bit. A little bit more sleep. <laughs> but yeah. But I say that, but there might be just as much truth and the heaviness, mm. because it's always guiding us back. Right. Like there's really nothing serious going on, when No, even the heaviness. <laughs> right. And the you heaviness is a signal. The heaviness is the signal. Turn the other way. You're yeah. looking in the wrong direction. It's really smart. Yeah. Really smart wise and so valuable because mm. then we really get to experience its opposite like fully fully experience lightness coming off of heaviness and that's why 
when you point as a coach to those people, the simplicity of things, the lightness of things, that's why at the end of that, there's like this, oh, like they remembered, right? Like they're discovering it and remembering it from like when they were kids, they're like, oh, because it feels like truth. Yes. Yeah. And we know what truth feels like. We do. Yeah. Thanks, Wen. Thank you, Kate. You've been listening to Under the Noise with Wen Morgan and Kate Roberts. If you have any questions or comments, reach out. We'd love to hear from you. Hope you have a great week. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and Kate at katerobertscoaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.